solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. And I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. Sorry we missed a week. Um, I was in a show and uh, it was tech week slash my opening weekend, so... Uh, we didn't have time to record a new podcast, but I hope it makes up for it that we put out our fanfiction episode. Yeah, we hope we you all um, go back and listen to it if you haven't, or if you did already listen to it, we hope you enjoyed it and maybe even learned something. Um, but this week, we will be doing The Forbidden Forest, uh, chapter, AKA 15. chapter 15. Um, the password from... A couple weeks ago now, if you remember, was the name of the centaur that Harry, like, rides on, um, which is, now I pronounce it Forenzi, but I think other people pronounce it. Forenz. And I think it's also their media is different. Like, I feel like whoever doing the, is doing the audiobooks. Jim Dale. Jim, well, I'm saying, like, whichever person, whether it's Jim Dale or the person who does the British one. Stephen Fry. They should have talked to... J.K. Rowling, like, clearly she has involvement in this. Is Are they, did they ask her for pronunciations? Because the, he pronounces it Forenzi, but in the movies they pro- pronounce it Forens. So I'm confused. Their, their medias do not I think it up. might be just certain people's accents come off differently, maybe. But Forenzi and Forens are, like, two very, you know it's what I'm saying? not that different. It's just, like, adding an extra, like, E onto the end. Forens and Forenzi. Yeah, but, like, no matter what <laughs> accent you, you're doing, one is saying, pronouncing the final E, like, and one's not. I just, I don't know. I go by Jim Dale, um, personally, so. I guess, since my first, um, when I was a kid and reading these, um, I just skipped over the name, so, like, I could recognize I did that them with Hermione. By, by sight, but, like, I couldn't speak them out loud. And then when the movies came out, that became the way I pronounced ones that I couldn't figure out on my own. Yeah, I think I did that too, but I don't think I really remembered how they pronounced Forenzi's name in the movie. So I, once I started listening to the Jim Dale books, which I listened to when I was pretty young, that became my mm-hmm. uh, canon, if you will. Um, so yeah, I say Forenzi. Alex will probably say Friends. You might say something different, but... Whatever. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we decided like a couple weeks ago that we'd start doing our chapter rename at the top. Um, so uh, I kind of struggled coming up with a chapter rename, but I did come up with a, uh, a musical rename, if you will. Ooh, please. <laughs> it is. Sure. And you have to say it like this. Okay. Follow the unicorn blood. <laughs> Follow, 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 follow the unicorn blood. Yikes. Um, I asked uh, my boyfriend Griffin to weigh in on what he thought, and he said Forenzi and Friends. And I spelled Friends with a Z. Oh, Forenzi and Friends. That's a good one. Yeah, I thought it was cute. That one is cute. I liked my song. I, your song was definitely more entertaining. What did you come up with? Mine is horrible. Mine is also a reference to something, I will just, I'll say it, and then I'll give my explanations yes. later. It's called Malfoy, the Cowardly Dog. You should have said lion, then we could have had this whole Wizard of Oz thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I was going for Courage the Cowardly Dog, oh. which is a, a, a Cartoon Network show that oh. I used to love. And it was supposed to be a joke on how, like, both uh, Fang and Malfoy run away at, like, the oh, pivotal yeah. part of this, you know. But, I wasn't even thinking about Fang. <laughs> well, yeah, Cowardly Dog. But, um... Yeah, it's terrible. I had could come up with nothing better. Yeah, I know. I was, like, trying to come up with some stuff. The Forbidden but... Forest is a pretty apt chapter name. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of something to do with, like, them being punished, but, uh, which I do have some thoughts on. Yeah, same. But uh, my first not- thoughts are on Neville. Yep. My first note says, poor Neville. I said, Neville's be brave for trying to find them. Like, that was super brave of him. And so sweet, and I feel so bad for him. Also, I'm mad at McGonagall for punishing him. He did not deserve to be punished. I'm pretty mad at McGonagall in general. Same, but, like, I was, like, particularly mad about this whole Neville thing, because if, like, as a teacher, if a child was, like, oh, I had to go find my friends because I thought they were going to be in trouble, in danger. I would not, like, punish that child for being out of bed. That's a perfectly reasonable reason to be out of bed. Zero tolerance, man. McGonagall. Anyway. Um, And then my other note on Neville was, like, does Neville still think that Harry did it on purpose? Like, did they ever, like, set it the record? <laughs> See, this is this was my thing, is when they go back and Harry's like, I feel really bad for Neville. He's, like, crying in his bed. I'm like, Harry, did you go tell him that you didn't do you it didn't, to him? Like, the that the dragons were, it was a real dragon baby? Did you tell him? Because I have that in my notes, too. I'm like, Harry, get it together. Um, 50 points is ridiculous. 50 points each is ridiculous for being out of bed after hours. Oh, well, real quick, uh, before the points oh, thing. Um, no, I just had this note. She says, um, walk around school at night, especially these days. One, why is it especially these days? And two, is it because she knows that people are after the Sorcerer's Stone, like Dumbledore and like, I think I don't that's know. why. Because she's one of the teachers protecting the stone, so I think... She knows, and I think Dumbledore has probably shared with her that, like, at the beginning of the book, oh, no, that's, like, ten years ago. But anyway, um, at the beginning of the book, I think Dumbledore shares with her, oh, I think Voldemort is coming back, like, when they're leaving Harry on the doorstep. And um, I think that you're supposed to think that Dumbledore has shared with McGonagall that he thinks that Voldemort's the one trying to get the stone. I don't think so, because when... Harry goes to her at the end. She's like, the stone is safe. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, I think she thinks the stone is safe. I think she thinks that there's no way Voldemort is going to get past Dumbledore. Because they all put that, like, hero, nobody can get to the stone if Dumbledore's there. Or there's no way Voldemort would dare go and hog, like, get through Hogwarts, you know? I guess. I don't know. I feel like that's the only reason why she would say, like, in these times, because someone's trying to, to get the stone. Oh, okay, so what you were saying about the points. Yep. Ridiculous. Ridic- 150 is insane, McGonagall. I said, first I said, Harry, don't talk back. And then I said... Um, because he was like 50. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, come on, McGonagall, too much. Um, 
I said they should have been caught doing like much worse. Like they should have been caught like with a dragon. Like this is what we were saying last chapter. Yeah. Like they're that what they were doing was not that bad. Like being out of bed at like midnight. There are way worse things that they could have been which doing. Makes me which begs the question, like Fred and George do way worse things and they don't get fifty points taken yeah. away. Well, I don't think they get caught as much. Right, but still Ron says Fred and George get points taken away all the time which makes me think when they're like using the when they steal the Marauders map or when they're in detentions like they've never gotten 150 all at once like that makes no sense that this crime they're just being in the astronomy tower yeah and like they're also they get detention which is like a pretty intense detention okay I have notes about that oh yeah so do I later yeah we haven't got that when we get there ugh Oh, did Malfoy get 50 points taken away? No, this is what I was saying last time. Yeah. He only got like 30 or 20. But it doesn't say. 20. Yeah, it said in the last chapter. Remember, I pointed it out. I was like, he only got... Um, no, but I'm saying, does he get more? Just like for... No, I don't... I say, I don't think so. Wow. Because Neville is doing almost the exact same thing as Malfoy, except doesn't have malicious intent. And he gets a full 50 taken away. Yeah, he only got 20. It makes no sense. What is this point system, McGonagall? Ugh, I'm livid. Um, also, like, the whole school, I said, needs to chill the fuck out. (laughs) They are freaking out on them. I would be mad, too. I would be mad. They're, the Quidditch team, though, like, they're, like, that is so mean. No, I think it's mean, but, and I probably wouldn't have been, like, like, that's his alienated. I wouldn't have alienated Harry, but I would be mad at this situation. I would be mad, but they only refer to him as Seeker and don't talk to him. Like, (laughs) even Fred and George? Okay, yeah, that one's weird, that Fred and George. I don't know if they include, like, they said the team, but, like, Fred and George are kind of separate because... I think it's so ridiculous, this whole situation. But when you think about it, they were in the lead, and this whole 150 points taken away is more than what they get when at the end when Dumbledore gives them, like, all those points They back. get 180. Okay. So, like, if they had just continued on their merry way and hadn't gotten these 150 points taken away then Gryffindor presumably would have won the House Cup. Well, they would have been down 20 points. If they didn't get all those other points at the end, they would still be down 20 points. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Although you have to factor in the fact that now Hermione has withdrawn and isn't yeah, even and answering, isn't answering questions. Question. So if so, when if Hermione wasn't answering, if still answering questions at her regular rate and they give her like, five points. She would have each. definitely gotten like 20 points. Yeah. So Gryffindor would have won. So There's I a can, lot of factors. So I can <laughs> see why it's correlation, not causation. <laughs> I can see why the Gryffindors are mad at them, especially since Gryffindors as a trait are super competitive. I still think it's an overreaction. Oh, I, like, think-, I think they should be mad, but like they're first years, first of all, like come yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. And it's Harry Potter. <laughs> And he did win them a bunch of points also, like, for catching the snitch and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I could see them being mad at, like, Neville because people don't like Wait, Neville. Wait, didn't they, he, just, I, okay, so we might have already talked about this or I've just missed it. For the Quidditch, do all of the points that you earn in Quidditch go into your house points? 
That's what it appears. Because then Harry just has to catch the snitch again to earn back those 150 points. Uh, spoiler, he does not. Because I, they lose. Right. <laughs> but... But I'm saying, like, so Harry, technically, since he already caught the snitch, just lost the points that he made. Yeah. So, like I said, overreaction. Especially by the Quidditch team. Like, of all people, they should be... You're really offended by the Quidditch team. Yes, like, it's your team. Like, can you imagine, like, if your best friends, like, wouldn't even call you by your name? But it's not his best friends. What, What my note on this is that, like... Um, at least this brings Harry, Ron, and Hermione closer, because they're spending all that time studying together, which I thought is really sweet. Like, at least they have each other to get through it. Like, Ron is (laughs) not talking to them. Oh, that would Um, be really bad. Yeah. Also hypocritical, but... Since he would have gotten caught or whatever. Um, my next note is about Quirrell. I don't know if you're there yet. Oh, my only note is the, my next note is, um, he swore not to meddle in things that aren't his business. I literally wrote, LOL, we'll see how long that lasts. And then, like, not even a page later, he's like, and not meddling in other people's business was was tested. And I was like, Harry, you're so nosy. so nosy. Um, yeah, so my note about that is, like, Quirrell... It kind of sounds like he's trying to, like, what I said was, like, fight off Voldemort possessing him. Like, it sounds like he doesn't want to do the plan or whatever, which I thought was maybe a reason why he has waited so long. Um, And then if that's the case, then maybe he's, like, not that bad of a guy. Like, he kind of got in over his head when he, like, was in Albania or whatever and found Voldemort. Yeah, I have never seen Quirrell... As, like, an evil mastermind. Oh, definitely not a mastermind. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, similar to Wormtail, like, I don't see him going out of his way to, like, do evil. You know what? I can't explain it. It's, like, a different kind of evil. Like, they're evil by circumstance. Like, he's met Voldemort. Well, Wormtail has way more agency. Like, he makes... Bigger he choices, make, I think. No, he, Wormtail makes that decision, but I think he makes his decision out of cowardice. Like, he, like, is like, oh, Voldemort is more powerful. I think this is the way I'm going to stay alive. He doesn't. I don't think he has any real motivation in the in the cause. Like, he doesn't care about the pure blood versus... Yeah, that's true. And I think, similarly, uh, I don't think Quirrell really cares about it. I think that this is just a prediction that I think that Quirrell was like curious about if Voldemort was still alive and if he was in the forest, which is why he went there in the first place. And then I think that Voldemort possessed him. And that's what's like causing these like thoughts in his head. And he, it's like making him want to do like these bad things. It's because he's essentially being possessed. That would make sense. And not so much like this is what he wants to be doing. Yeah, no, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Although I wonder that doesn't seem to be like I don't see JK Rowling killing a character who is being possessed. I know that's what I was any, thinking. So, I was like, that's really dark. If that's so I don't the case. think that is her intention because I don't think 
first of all, I think if that was her intention, she would have specifically like made it made it obvious to us that that was what happened. And I don't think that she would kill have Harry of all people kill Quirrell if he didn't have at least some choice in the matter. I can also see him just being enamored with someone with so power. power. Yeah, because so he talks about power. Yeah. Even though he's supposed to be a Gryffindor, right? No. no. Oh, is it? Is I he think a he's Ravenclaw a Hufflepuff. Oh uh, no, he's a, no. He can't be. He's a Ravenclaw. No, um, he's no dark a... wizard has ever been a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I think he is a Ravenclaw. That would make sense then. He would be interested in the magic and the power of. Yeah. He was sorted into Ravenclaw House. Yeah. Okay. Professor Quirrell by J.K. Rowling. It's she released a thing. She published a thing yeah. on Pottermore about it. Oh yeah, they have a little like like a page on him yeah i just was looking at it so yeah he's officially in ravenclaw which i think makes sense i can see like the knowledge of having someone that powerful and that some magically powerful would be intriguing yeah. to him checks out checks out we we approve <laughs> um i still think that and in some degree, the possession addled his, like, thinking. No, yes, I do think Maybe that not completely. There's some, like... Because something know, obviously drew him to looking, finding Voldemort. Voldemort's also a powerful legitimate, so I think we know this. I think yeah. there's, obviously, there's some of that involved. And there's also, you know, once you get involved with Voldemort, I think there's no saying no to him. So he could have just been in it for the knowledge, and then at a certain point, there's, like, no saying no to that, you know? Exactly. Um, my next note just says Neville should not have been in detention if he was going to get the points taken away. I just think, first of all, why was there no uh, separation of, like, these crimes? Like, Harry and Hermione clearly were more in the wrong than Neville. I just don't understand why Neville got all of that. Well, like, someone in Neville's position also, like, could have been lying. Like, obviously Neville's not lying, but someone could have been like, oh, I was just out of bed to, like, McGonagall knows that Neville's not lying. But I'm just saying, like, she's not gonna, like, give anyone a pass. Like, if you're out of bed, you're out of bed. She's like, then you should have just let them get in trouble. All right. That's all. I'm just saying, they're sending mixed messages. It takes a lot to stand up to your friends. He's not really standing up to his friends. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And that's also Dumbledore. Like, Dumbledore wouldn't have gotten them in trouble. Like, he wouldn't that's have cared true. if they were out of bed. Um, um, I, oh, I said that this was, like, classic Harry when he goes on that tirade about, like, Hermione's like, go to Dumbledore. Like, that's what we should have done or whatever. And then he's like, but we can't because of this reason, this reason, this reason. It's like, nobody can help but me. Like, I have no choice. His, or like, hero, <laughs> his hero complex is intense. He's like, there's no other solution possible. Like, it has, it, this isn't when he says it has to be me. But like, yeah, he's basically saying like, we have no other options. Which is like, <laughs> not true. Also, what the nug kind of school was Hogwarts? That their detentions involved hanging children by chains on their wrists. Excuse me. I have a few notes with this. <laughs> what is going on? First of all, can we just talk about how their punishment is breaking more rules yes. than what they actually did? Yes! Yes! Out at night, 
in the Forbidden Forest by themselves. Yeah, first, oh, Hagrid should never have let Neville and Malfoy go off on their own. There was literally no reason to separate. None. Also, oh, I was like, why did they have to do it at night in the first place? Like, they could have found the unicorn during the daytime. Um, and then I said, also glad to see that J.K. Rowling has a line somewhere for the abuse at the school. Like, I guess Filch is the line. Filch is the line. Those were my notes on that. I, this punishment is the most ridiculous, dangerous, what is going on, Hogwarts? If I, Malfoy is like, my father will hear about this. And he gets made fun of for that line. But I'm with you, Malfoy. This is like, not okay. You need to tell someone that they are sending you into the Forbidden Forest at it's night. It's in the name. It's forbidden. Like, and the whole, like, detention and points at Hogwarts continues to be an enigma. It just makes no sense. Like, what you're saying, like, how do you decide how many points get taken away? Or, like, how do you decide what the detention is? Because, yeah, sometimes it is just doing lines. And sometimes it's, like, cleaning the trophy room like Ron has to do. Like, in the like next let's book. just put some things in perspective. When Her- when Ron and Harry break the magical, the breach the magical statute of secrecy, wreck the Whomping Willow, show up with an illegal magical flying car, and are late to the opening feast, they receive... Some detention with Lockhart and some polishing of the trophy room. Like, there is no going into the dark Harry's forest. pretty coy with that, too, because he's like, since the uh, semester hasn't started, we shouldn't have any points taken away. <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, true. <laughs> or maybe it's McGonagall. I don't know, but they're like, true, Dad. <laughs> I was like, but still... Let's look at these. Um, like, this is just, like you said in the last chapter, just another device. Uh, I would have rather there was no punishment involved and they just went wandering in the Forbidden Forest for, like, some reason. Agreed. Like, they just followed Quirrell or who they thought was Snape or, or something in. if we still had to do this ridiculous dragon plot, they had to meet... Charlie and his oh, friends in the forest. Good. And on the way back, yes. they like, saw that and that saw Forenzi or way, something. Way, way better. So <laughs> we should have written the Harry Potter series. That would have been <laughs> Just good. kidding. Yeah. We really have feelings about um, the, the first part of this chapter and the last chapter, clearly. Although I will say, I do love the second part of this chapter. Same. I have a lot, I have some positive notes coming up. So don't, um, it's not all a shit. I do have, um, another, at least one more negative note. Um, Fang. (laughs) First, Hagrid says, There's nothing that lives in the forest that'll hurt you if you're with me or Fang, said Hagrid. Next sentence. I want Fang, said Malfoy quickly, looking at Fang's long teeth. All right, but I warn you, he's a coward, said Hagrid. I think the Fang thing, <laughs> too, in Hagrid's defense, I thought about that too, but I think in Hagrid's defense, he means that, like, Hagrid's in there a lot with Fang, so Fang is a recognized animal in the forest as Hagrid's, and so that means that but they know there's, like, an unknown creature in the forest. Oh, I 100% agree that Hagrid should not have let Fang 
Neville and Malfoy. First of all, Fang the Coward. (laughs) Fang the Coward, Neville and Malfoy are not, is not an appropriate grouping system. That's because he's favoring his best friend. He wants to go with Harry and Hermione. I get it, but that is not a good group. Malfoy is scared. First of all, I would just, one of my notes says scared Malfoy is so satisfying. The fact that Malfoy is so scared to go in the forest is so funny to me. I mean, he deserves to be scared to go in the forest, but like, uh, Harry and Hermione are not griping this much and I just think it's funny that Malfoy is like um can we not go I don't like it where are the werewolves and they're all like hopped up on this werewolf thing like Harry brings it up a bunch I love that Harry keeps bringing it up he's like is that thing a werewolf that's trying to eat the unicorn and Hagrid's like no No, where did you get this from yeah this werewolf business is so funny too like Harry's just like so, you know, I was told there were werewolves in here. Are you sure it's not a werewolf? And Hagrid's like, does it sound like a werewolf? Does it look like a werewolf? And Harry's like, I don't know what a werewolf looks like, Hagrid. You will soon. Uh, uh, uh. Looks. Oh, oh, ways to uh, identify a werewolf. He's wearing my clothes. He wakes up in my bed. Like He's sitting in my chair. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I love that scene. I think it's so... All of that scene? Not all of it, (laughs) obviously. Also, probably, though, because I love when we get to see the Marauders. I just mean there's some, like, sad stuff that happens. Oh, no, it's super sad. But some of my favorite parts of this series are sad. I just really like getting glimpses of the Marauders. I do, too. Um... So, yeah, I really like, so getting into some positive thoughts, I really like the whole introduction to centaurs, mm-hmm. and I think it's super cool. Um, Agreed. That's what mine says. I centaurs did. are so cool. <laughs> I wanted to pose a question at you, and we mm. can kind of make up some answers. So, what do you think Mars is bright means? Like, what does, like, Mars being bright signify? What do you think? Like, if we had to guess. Do you think, I was thinking maybe it's like a warning, like danger's coming or something like that. Yeah, I'm it's sure like a we cautious can look it up. Like, I no, want I to... wanted us to guess. Okay, we'll guess. Like make guesses. And then I always thought we could come up with funny no, guesses. No, I think, yeah, I like, <laughs> I assume Mars is, like danger is coming, like, or, yeah, like or something. Yeah, something's about to like yeah. change. Um, yeah, because Mars is like the red planet, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, that seems like death. Or, I don't know, it seems very... Ominous? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of something funny that it could mean. Like, something very specific. Like, Voldemort is going to be drinking unicorn blood. That's what Mars is <laughs> That's what Mars is <laughs> It specifically means Voldemort will rise up, drink unicorn blood, but then will Harry will kill Quirrell and, like... The whole plot of the book. But then later, Harry will die at the hands of Voldemort. Yeah, see, this is what my thing about the centaurs is how much, how ahead are they? Like, when, when Ferenz is like, um, the stars have been known to be wrong, have been known to be wrong before, I hope this is one of those times. Is he talking about Harry's death? Is he talking about... I think they, they think or believe that Harry will have to sacrifice himself. I think that's what they, I think they know he's the chosen one and that a war is coming and that he's going to have to sacrifice himself. I think that's what they know. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if they meant that 
or if they meant like um, he's just gonna have a that Voldemort. Well, that Voldemort <laughs> is coming back officially, and they know Harry's connection to Voldemort. I think it's more than that because he says this is the Harry Potter boy, and then he's no, like, I "What have you been yeah. telling him?" Like, I think it's more than that. Like, I think they know more than that. Um, I don't think they know that he's gonna because it just back. it seems <laughs> it seems. Well, I guess if you believe in the the centaur. Um, if Bren still believes in the centaur way of life, he wouldn't spoil as much. Because I would think if they knew all of that, then they would have told, uh, friends would have told Dumbledore, especially when he starts becoming, like, a teacher and stuff. I don't think so. Because, yeah, he believes that the, like... I think he also believes that it's fate. Like, even if you tell someone, Mm -hmm. it's not going to change what the stars say. And he's like, maybe that's wrong, but, like, this is what it says, and there's nothing that we can do about it. I think is what he's saying. Yeah. I think that's the, his brand of um, the, like, fortune telling or whatever. I love that the Ferenz is like, um, this war is bigger than us, bigger than our yeah. laws. Like, I'll fight with a human if I have, have to. to, like, to like, yeah. make this world better. Very well, we're cool. not there yet. Well, we were talking about the centaurs. Fine, I'll go back. My favorite line in this whole chapter is Hagrid being like, uh, this is uh, Ronan, he's a centaur, and Hermione's like, we've noticed. But Harry's like, I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. Um, so them talking about, like, oh, it's always the innocent to die young. Of course, I, like, overanalyzed this line, and I thought about, like, Hedwig. Stop! Cedric. Dobby, they're like some of the first like early deaths, and they're like kind of the innocent characters. Mm-hmm. And actually, I didn't even write down Cedric. I just thought about it when we were talking about it. But like he's kind of like the innocent always die. Well, Young Cedric isn't innocent. He could become shut up a death eater if someone bullied him. I'm gonna take points away from you every time you mention that. <laughs> Fifty points from Gryffindor. <laughs> How dare you bring up Cedric as a You set it up. You set it up for me to say that. No, he is innocent and he's the first death to mark that the change of the series. Because we pretty much just ignore that Quirrell dies in the first book. Like that's just ignore. We ignore that and we pretend that that means that Harry can't see um Bestrals, but Well, and that he saw his parents die. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and he, like, doesn't see the Thestrals at the end of the fourth book. But it's fine. He was dealing with PTSD, she said. <laughs> We're giving each other faces right now. Faces I'm not upset. Of, of uh, Colin bullshit, basically. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the innocent die young. Although I guess Dobby's not, like, young. And even Hedwig's not, like, young. I think that's more about Cedric, but... Hedwig's a little bit young. I don't know how old how owls are supposed to live, but Errol's been alive for a long time. Yeah, I guess she's only, like, six. Okay, I can't talk about Hedwig. It makes me really sad. Okay, she's still alive. <laughs> Just like Fred. Just like... <laughs> You're a terrible person. No, I'm just saying that, well, where we are right now in the books, everyone's alive and happy. Look, James and Lily. Look, <laughs> look, I've been reading a lot of Marauders era lately, um, and it really has just wrecked my whole being. 
Like, I can't, like, reading the sixth book is, I mean, the third book is going to be really difficult for me. The third book is so good. It's so good, but, like, the whole time I'm thinking about how how everyone's talking about Sirius, and it just, ugh, so sad. Also, the more Marauders I read, um, I thought I was going to hate how nice um, Wormtail is characterized, but uh, because it would make me sympathetic to him, and it has done the opposite. Yeah, because you're mad at how I'm he so, betrays them. I'm so much more mad Yeah. Now. Like, I was already pretty, like, up to here, but I started to really like the way Wormtail is um, portrayed in Marauders. It kind of so shows just, you how it gets, how he does How that the, betrayal was. Makes sense, kind of. Yeah, and how, I mean, Sirius, I guess, seems like the more likely choice than Wormtail, if any, like, I don't know. It just. Yeah. Horrifying. All right, well, back anyway, into the back forest. Anyway, back to the, the first book. Um, oh, I love how they call the chapter in the seventh book Into the Forest Again, or Back to the Forest Again, or something like that. I just think it's a really good chapter name. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> it would be really embarrassing if they called it Cowardly Mouthly. Part two, or the Cowardly Dog. Or, two, uh, two, or follow, the, follow, follow the Unicorn Blood. Yeah, because if you just say follow the unicorn blood, like it doesn't sound like anything. Follow the unicorn blood. Like you Sorry, have to sing it, go. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so when they put out the red sparks or whatever Neville does, and Hagrid's like, You guys stay here alone and I'll go see what's going on. What was that plan? And then they're just standing there in the what, dark. Hagrid? has terrible plans if anything that's because he's just like an overgrown child yeah I, there i said it he's an overgrown child oh my god uh, we cannot be one of those podcasts that hates on hagrid i think that hagrid is lovable but like he's a child like every Agreed. decision he makes i just love how we started out this podcast we were like we get so mad at hagrid hate <laughs> I don't know if I ever said that. Like we, I no, we because you're the one who brought up this podcast that didn't like that you were listening yeah. to that didn't like Hagrid. So I don't know if I was like I will never Hagrid hate, but like they were mad at him and like he broke the keys, which I was not. Oh no, I still love Hagrid. I, yeah, I just, like very lovable, but but yes, I it's like I hate that he's an actual adult because that's what makes all of his decisions worse. Like if he was just another kid at school wouldn't be like angry but it's because he's supposed to be an adult and he has and later to be a professor (laughs) but uh yeah awkward he's been through he's like been through some shit yeah he also just shouldn't be put in charge of them ever like i feel like whose decision was it to let haggard go into the forest with these children i bet he just like volunteered he's like i'll take them because it'll be better which it is better to be with him for like detention like i'd rather be with haggard in the forest than like be with filch in his office yeah actually that's not true i'm too much of a coward but i definitely would rather be in the forest but with haggard but not if i was malfoy like this well yeah this seems like an un punishment for Malfoy. Well, he only got 20 points, so. Oh, yeah, we're mad about that. That's fine. <laughs> he deserves it. Also, like, also, he deserves Mal- it anyway. Yeah, I, like, you're fine with, I, like, said that Malfoy being scared of the forest is really satisfying. I hope. Um, um, I said Neville and Malfoy shouldn't be alone. We already talked about that. It's ridiculous. 
Um, yeah, I said Mal- when Malfoy, like, runs away, like, that just shows his character. Like, he is a coward, like, throughout the books. Yes. Also, I don't know if that, I don't care if Malfoy's hurt Harry's head. I know. I'm like, wow, that is harsh. But it's so true. It's true. Um, Malfoy is such a git. I'm sorry. You were in the, you were scared too in the forest. Did you really need to scare your lookout partner? Was this necessary, Malfoy? I think that makes him braver. Like if Neville's yeah. more scared than he is, then yeah. he feels better. Okay, like Malfoy, I couldn't. I was like, you were the one having a full panic attack at the beginning of the course. What I want, like alternative facts, Malfoy. <laughs> Malfoy hears something, gets freaked out, and bumps into Neville, and Neville puts up his red sparks. Like, they're both super scared. That's Fanon. Marked. <laughs> Marked Fanon. Um, I love that Voldemort, at his worst state, is like a snake. Like, at his lowest point. Yeah. Like, the sound of him slithering. Also, uh, he can I- be separated from Quirrell. But I think, I thought we were assuming that he was, like, with Quirrell. Because they talk about that in the last chapter, or the second to last chapter, um, in the oh, book. Oh, then maybe not. He's like, that was you drinking the unicorn blood oh, or whatever. Oh, right. Never mind then. But I don't know if, like, him being a snake is when he's, like, weakest. Because I think there are lots of times where he's, like, compared to a snake. No, no, no. I just meant, like, in general, like, this first, like meeting of him when he's at this like low point drinking unicorn blood i just love that he's we also get this comparison of him as a snake i was just bringing up the snake comparison like this is one of the first times that we get it um like it doesn't matter what state he's in he's always like a snake maybe because they compare his looks to a snake like his nose yeah everything and he's like a human form Mm -hmm. um so i'm just gonna say if you're reading along Page 257, I just said, I love all of this. And it comes back beautifully in the fifth book. So if you're if you're not reading along, this is the page that's um, Bane yelling at Frenzy. We, yes. we already started talking about it. I uh, love this and, scene. Like, Ronan and everything. It's so good. Frenzy, Bane thundered. What are you doing? You have a human on your back. Have you no shame? Are you a common mule? Do you realize who this is? said Ferenzi. This is the Potter boy. The quicker he leaves this forest, the better. What have you been telling him? growled Bane. Remember, Ferenzi, we are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read what is to come in the movements of the planets? Ronan poured the ground nervously. I'm sure Ferenzi thought he was acting for the best, he said in his gloomy voice. Bane kicked his back legs in anger. For the best? What is that to do with us? Centaurs are concerned with what has been foretold. It's not our business to run around like donkeys after stray humans in our forest. Ferenzi suddenly reared onto his hind legs in anger so that Harry had to grab his shoulders to stay on. Do you not see that unicorn? Ferenzi bellowed at Bane. Do you not understand why it was killed? Or have the planets not let you in on that secret? I set myself against what is lurking in this forest, Bane. Yes, with humans alongside me, if I must. Um, just like what's been foretold and like 
what Frenzy says. Like, Frenzy's so cool. And, like, the whole um, centaur mythology and their whole belief system is just really interesting. And all the work that J.K. Rowling has put into, like, building these different cultures of these different species are really cool to me. And I just really like how she uses it in later books. Like, she... Probably didn't plan at all when she wrote this, but, like, knew to go back to it and was like, okay, I wrote about this, so I'm going to pull from it when I mm-hmm. bring up the centaurs again or whatever. Um, so I think that's super cool. But did did Frenzy, like, know that Harry knew about the Sorcerer's Stone? Like, could he read his mind? Because if not, like, not cool Frenzy. Like, don't tell Harry, like, about the Sorcerer's Stone. Like, don't tell students about that. Do you know what's hiding in the castle at this very moment, Harry. Well, he could have just. Of been, course, the sorcerer's stone. Well, of Harry I could have been it. like, no, and then Frenzy would have been like, you never won't. mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Of course, you don't know. <laughs> good, good, and moving on. <laughs> but I think he like knew because he can like read minds or whatever, read the stars. But he can read the stars. I don't think he can read minds. He can't see that Harry knows about the stone and the well, stars. Can't the stars maybe. really only show like? Because didn't doesn't it in the fifth book when they're taking astronomy, and uh, with him not astronomy with him, but when they're taking um, divination. divination with him, and they're reading when they're stargazing, he's like, you can only really see like big, yeah, like ideas. It's not really like, it's not like a wizard's premonition where it's you hear a riddle or you see yeah. the event. You I'm just, just like saying. you see like the path written in the stars. I feel like he knew. <laughs> but like how does he know the sorcerer's stone in the castle, you know? I'm, I don't know. That's like not common all knowledge. But I'm sure like Hagrid might have let it slip or someone had been talking about it in the forest. They also probably this is not probably the first time that Quirrell and Voldemort have been in the forest. I don't know. Yeah. I assume they just, you know, words travels in the forest. I don't know. That was actually all of my notes. My last note is about the cloak. You don't have any notes about the cloak? I mean, I, th- I guess I just figured we would talk about it. I didn't have, like, a specific note. Just in case. Because right. Dumbledore knows he's going to need it for his plan. Okay, I um actually, um look at it, at my note. I am 100% for your Dumbledore theory now. Because of this? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's like, I think you're right. It just makes, I hadn't thought about it in my previous readings of this book, and it makes so much sense now. I think Dumbledore does know that he's going to need it. I think... That's the reason Dumbledore lets them go on this detention is how, the only way I can justify it is I guess you'll like maybe But he didn't need to go into the forest like to He does get more he he needs that information about it being Voldemort that's coming for the stone. Yeah, that that's is a true. huge he reveal. did not know that. I always forget what he doesn't know. Yeah. At what point? That's true. Um um Yeah, I think that is potentially why he allows this detention, this specific detention. So, yeah. All right, should we do our champion and stuff? 
You should. My chapter champion is Frenzy. Same. I think he's just super cool and, like, gives us some really cool stuff and is, like, knows what's up and he doesn't care about, like, what his culture's telling him he has to do or, like, what the wizard culture's telling him he has to do. He's Mm -hmm. just, like, I know what's right. He kind of has a moral compass similar, I would say, to Hermione where he's going to do what he thinks is right no matter what other people are saying. Yeah. And... Chaotic good, if you will. Is that a chaotic good? I don't really know that terminology that well, but I wouldn't compare, I wouldn't say Hermione's a chaotic No, but good. I would say friends, that's a kind of chaotic good. Yeah. What I know about those uh, definitions, I would say that. I would say she's a lawful good. Yeah. For the most part. <clears throat> but my rat, I had to give it to Minerva. She really irked Same. me. <laughs> McGonagall is my rat as well, for obvious reasons. I think this whole thing is ridiculous. McGonagall, you lose me here. Almost Hagrid again, because, like, <laughs> come on. But I was also like, he's kind of being a bro to, like, Harry and Hermione. He's like, this sucks. Yeah. But he never, like, apologizes that it's completely his, his fault. fault. He's never like, yeah, thanks for taking this call for me. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Like, they're only in detention because of him, and he they never acknowledges They all those points it. because of him. He never says sorry. Harry never, like, gets mad at him for yeah. it. I would have been like, Hagrid, like, you want to confess to the teachers why? Yeah. Maybe get my points back or something? Like, I guess because Harry, like, made him get rid of his dragon, but, like, come on. Hagrid. Yeah. You're an adult also. Like, the adult thing would be to be like, hey, I endangered the children by having them be out at night, so for, like, this is my fault. I don't know. He also might have gotten kicked off campus, which is what Harry says why yeah. he does it in why the first place. Um, I wrote, come on, in my notes several times. Just like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That was my main, that's almost like what I was trying to do something with my chapter rename was something with come on, but I couldn't think of anything. Um, But I gave this chapter 40 points because originally I was like, I don't really like this chapter, but then I really like the stuff with the centaurs, so I I just kind of went 40. I gave it 30 points um, for the centaurs. Um, I'm starting to realize that this like middle portion of this book is really not my favorite in the series like yeah i really like the beginning this is a real low point for me in the in the series and a lot of people really hate on chamber of secrets like they don't like it at all but i i will be interested to see if it if it lulls as much as like these past two chapters like that's true have lulled or even past three chapters uh yeah i think that this I, I have very fond memories of the first book because of the beginning. It's also um, the, and the, like the first one. I mean, and we said, like, we I love so much of the beginning of the first yeah. book. And your first introduce, introduction to Hogwarts and everything, but um, and the characters. But these, like, this middle section is kind yeah. of rough. I also um, acknowledge, like, that it's really hard to come up with good stories for, like, 11-year-olds because it's 
you it's hard to keep in mind like how old they actually are yeah and writing to that age I can imagine how difficult it is to come up with like realistic plots for them to like deal with yeah the things that are within their grasp yeah and like keeping to their character of like uh they're still 11 you know yeah um yeah so should we move on to our quizzy quiz quiz hogwarts hogwarts hoggy hoggy hogwarts teach us something please quiz 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 all right my first question is how many stones did Harry bet that it was Snape in the classroom talking to Quirrell? Ten. Twelve. Oh. He says, I'll gamble twelve sorcerer's stones that Snape had just left that room. Yikes. Okay. You're, do you want to do one? Yeah. Your, um, what color hair does Ronan have? Red. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we're just going to apologize right now that our questions are, like, not that great this week. Because there aren't that many good questions. We had a hard time coming up with quiz questions, so these are kind of, like, innocuous. But my, <laughs> my next question is... <laughs> good lord. <laughs> what was Ron dreaming about when, are you <laughs> me? when they come back to the <laughs> common room? <laughs> He was, like, talking about something in his sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Oh, I can't remember. Is it, like, about... Is it about Quidditch? Like, about... It's about yeah, Quidditch. Yeah. I'll give you the point. Yeah. He said... Uh, I, it's about the champ... Is it the champ? He just... He shouted something about Quidditch fouls. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I'll give you the... Ten... Five... Five points for that. Okay. Where why can't a werewolf hurt a unicorn? Um, only like a powerful dark wizard could do that. I'll give you another guess, because that's not right. But it, you're also like, um, like because you're you're kind like Hagrid does. No creature would be able to do that, or no animal. Why? It's like a very specific line. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Pass. They're too fast. The, it oh. um, Hagrid says a werewolf wouldn't be fast enough to okay. catch a unicorn. All right, so we each got five points for those I, really specific questions because yeah. there was nothing. At least to the clear. unicorn one was like on topic. Like all the other <laughs> ones were just like whatever. <laughs> well, you got Ronan's hair. So. I know, but that's like not really on topic. <laughs> is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we'll just quickly do our plugs. You know, find us on Facebook, tweet at us, email us. Listen to the fan fiction episode. Listen to all our other episodes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, if you have, like, notes. So my mom gave us some notes. <laughs> yeah. Send them on. Um, so we'll, we'll read them out if we get notes. So, for instance, my mother told me that she thought that we were too hard on Harry, that um, which every time we call her to. him sassy, which I think that was more to me that um, I'm harder on Harry than Alex is. She's like, she said, you have to remember how much he's been through, um, all the abuse he's undergone, his parents dying. Um, so my mom made me feel bad about being hard on Harry, but... 
Um, no take backs. <laughs> um, I w- am insulted because I feel like I am a Harry sympathizer. Proud to be. Because I always use the excuse, how much has he been through? So... I'm just saying, like, I hold my heroes to a high standard. Well. And Hermione's only let me down once so far. So far. (laughs) And will only probably let me down, like, two more times. Yeah, that's true. But also... She hasn't been through as much. How often does Harry let us down, really? Well, yeah, and when I say he's sassy, that's not even really a criticism. Yeah, I also say Harry's sassy, but I love Harry's sass. Like, that's one of my favorite things about Harry. I think my mom thinks that we're criticizing him when we're saying he's sassy, which in, sometimes I'm like, don't talk back, Harry. Like, that's how you get in trouble, but, like, I love when he's I sassy. I love when Harry's sassy. That's, like, 100% think, my favorite I think it's Harry. a great character trait for yeah. him. Um, the things I get mad at Harry for is, like, how nosy he is and, like, getting involved with things that, like, just not require, like... And Harry, what my favorite part about this chapter was, like, Harry recognizes this as a character flaw. He's like, I will stop meddling. He's He's not successful. He's like, I know that's why I got in trouble is because I meddle. (laughs) Like, he recognizes that he didn't need to get involved in Hagrid shit, like... Mm -hmm. So, good on you, Harry, for knowing it, but later on in the books, we'll find out that, indeed, he still meddles. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, so thanks, Mom, for those notes. Um, if anybody else has uh, some feedback they'd like to provide, please send talk it to us. us. We want people talking to us. Um, or, you know, review our podcast on iTunes is always a great way yeah. to tell us how the podcast is going. And you can get points for your house by doing that. Um, uh, if you would like to tune in next week, uh, please tell us how to defeat Devil Snare. Is that the next chapter? It is. Oh my gosh, through the trapdoor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So tell us how. Um, with magic, mind you. Yes. Not the muggle way. <laughs> That's a hint. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.